It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, listen. We know that I like to live a little. And uh, part of that is just kind of stress-free drafting. You get your guys. But this past week, former million-dollar winner Chess Liam put out a poll. And he wanted to know who people wanted to see as the champion of this BBM3 based on the swole cast. 362 votes were cast. And yours truly captured 36.2% of those votes. Pete, pretty close with 30.4%. Davis and Tuttle, um, I, you know, people just, I guess, want to see them fail. But the big takeaway here for me was... I don't don't just have to live a little. I've got to I've got to go big or go home. And that's what we're gonna do on this show because I'm drafting another underdog team, and it could be the lineup that ships this thing to give the people what they want, and that is a soccer dave championship next on the Swolecast and Rudergrinders.com. Don't do me, bro. I'm begging you, don't do me, bro. It's the poop narrative. Hitchens has been waiting to say those words. No. The no. five no. years. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Swolecast here on Rotogrinders.com. David Kitchen here alongside Davis Maddock and Pete Overzet. I want to just um stop the show right now because we're about to get to the draft and we'll get to it but i want to acknowledge something and that is uh peter's anniversary is today and uh, i think everyone knows that his anniversary is today i think even he knows his anniversary is today so i just want to say before anyone else peter happy anniversary Thank you. I appreciate that. Lauren, Dave says happy anniversary. <laughs> Nine years of pure bliss. Uh, I appreciate it, David. I almost shipped you guys a blizzard cake, but I know I know <laughs> how you're you. wanting to get in Thank trouble. You. Uh, or I you're really trying appreciate to get it. So. I really appreciate you not doing that. What if I had shipped you like just a bouquet of roses? and But it was to you and not your wife. I would have probably switched out the cards and, uh, you know, uh, played it off as my own gift. Would have been classic. Uh, speaking of roses, Davis, Davis, uh, he has a few more days of freedom left, and then Davis, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be handcuffed to your um, to your quarterback wide receivers. Give me some correlation here. I mean, I hope so. I hope that uh, my entire off season of drill of just like ruining my brain of uh, forever rewiring my dopamine receptors in a really unhealthy way ends up paying out with me, at least winning the Pomeranian, at least, you know, cashing in for, for $3,000 after uh, beating my brain into a puddle. Have you prepped your soon to be wife on what is going to happen on the honeymoon? Like, does she know, is she ready for what's going to happen on the honeymoon? I mean, for, for the slow drafts. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, for, like, that fantasy football is a part of 
the honeymoon? Like, does she I mean, know that's part of the deal? Or are you going to be in the bathroom with your slow draft pick? Like, I want to know how open you are going to be with this. Not open at all. There's no reason. <laughs> this is not, it's, 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 there's no, there's no point, Dave. Uh, I, I would feel as a happily married man, you, you should know that it is better to ask for uh, forgiveness than for permission. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, See, I take a completely opposite line. I try to get out in front of it and feel like if I just put the full cards on the table right from the get go, then it's like less of a blow. Because the risk of getting caught is far worse than just being like, babe, I'm going to be doing a few slow drafts on our trip. Don't worry. It's not going to take away from any of our like, special who, time. Is, but okay. No one hey, goes. You don't want to no get one, started on that foot, bro. Like no one you're goes in the on corner. Vacation. No one goes on vacation and doesn't look at their phone. Right, but no, that no one disagrees with you on that point. Right. But it, you're making you it seem her. like you're hiding something. Yeah. If it you comes don't up, start if, if the it, marriage it, off being in the corner, <laughs> slow drafting a player, and then she's, like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "Oh, nothing. I'm just." Of doing a fantasy football draft, and she's like, "No, what really are you doing?" So it'd be you know, a lot easier if you just told her up front, "Hey, this is what you signed up for." Like, if you want to tell her right after you get married, so that like she can't back out, then I get. It. <laughs> but I feel like you do at some point. Maybe maybe her, I won't even do it. Maybe I'll just decide. Maybe I'll just decide I don't even want to do it in the end. If you uh, if you asked her, Davis, how many teams she thinks you've drafted this off season, what do you think her guess would be? Not close to the real answer. <laughs> I'm at I'm at like 250 right now, probably in total. I don't know, but I mean, I do I do so many of them at at the gym. Like I've done nine drafts already today. Here's oh the thing: God. I will say you're pat you're past the territory of being able to use this logic, but I really do think you could write it off as like a work expense, work. like doing drafts nonstops. Uh, it makes it very easy to give advice, write articles, go on podcasts. But once, let's say there's diminishing returns after, I don't know, 150. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not enjoyable. So it definitely is work. I am, like, I am not, I am not, I am officially not having fun drafting anymore. What? I told I, you. I have fun. I told oh, you. With Pete, I did five. I multi-tabled five drafts this morning on the stairs. It's like, okay, it's not, that's, that's why, not that's why you're anymore. not having fun. I do one a night. Maybe two if I have a stream I'll earlier never, that day. I'll never, I'll never get to the amount of drafts I want if I'm just doing one, though. Yeah, but you're for someone who talks about like EV and oh, you got to draft at ADP. I feel like tabling five drafts while working out is like not the EV that you think it is. No, I talked about this with Corinne the other day. Like, clearly, these teams are worse than if I was just right. focusing on one. But, but then you have to add in the calculus of like, okay, well, if you're only doing one at a time, that means each minute of your time is used to generate less expected value. <laughs> I uh, I tried drafting a, a BBM team and a, a DK team at the same time. Can't can't do that. The DK app is one at a time. It broke my brain. It, yeah. it really did. Like it yeah. was, it was tough. And then actually it was three. So I had two DK drafts and one BBM draft and two were like, you know, the, the, I had two 12 picks and then one was like in the middle of the round. So I was trying to like pick one and then one and then one so that I could have time in between picks to think about it. And it's just, you're, you're in, not in control of your drafts, especially like towards the, towards the, the wheel of, of the draft. So Anyways, I'm uh, I'm gonna enter this BBM three. Let me share the screen. Share the screen so people can get in this draft with you, Dave. Don't try to hide from the people from the Red Badge Brigade. Let them get in here. I really want to get in this one with you, but it's too fun to just have. I, you I, I also I was also just thinking like for my time EV, like if I'm gonna Same. be on a show and watching someone else do a draft, like okay. I should be doing one too, but I think the content will be best if we just watch Dave do it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I, I think I am. Oh, geez. Share the screen. Let the people see how the I, I thought I did. Made. Now it says I have to go to system preferences. God. Spoken like a true boomer. Um, I was actually yeah. in a draft with Davis. Really? Yeah. And Davis's draft was bad. 
go back. Not I was at I was at the mall buying a dress shirt, maximizing <laughs> maximizing my time. You were trapping at the mall. Well, I had were to go get. Oh I had God. to get a nice. I had to go get a nice new dress shirt for the rehearsal dinner, and that I was like, "Sense to me." Hey, it's the draft. Hey, I've got a. I've got a quick. <laughs> I've got a quick. It's an hour. My, so y'all tell this story. I'll be right back. It's it's an hour of my time. I will never get back. So why would I? Why would I not? Even today, so I went to the gym. I normally go Wednesdays, uh, like for an hour at lunch. And it crossed my mind today. I was like, maybe I'll hop. I wasn't doing cardio, and I was like, maybe I'll hop in a draft one more. And I was like, no, I'm gonna get too distracted. It's gonna slow my workout down. And like an adult, Davis, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna work out without. I I so <laughs> I've actually gone the other way. I used to only do the drafts while I was doing cardio and not while I was lifting. But I just feel like I'm too much up against the clock, so I did a full leg day while drafting on Underdog today. You need to you need to free yourself from these artificial benchmarks you're trying to hit for the amount of drafts you're doing. Well, the season is going to start, and then I'll be able to go back to normal. Yeah, there's there's our fear. No, leader. because then it's going to be tweaking your 150 back set. There's always another thing. I don't I don't want I don't want 50 anymore. I don't I, don't, I am a I'm a single entry bro. These days. I'm thinking like last year I would call myself a three max bro, you know, building like three to five And at least right now I'll probably change. But right now I'm like, what if I was just a pure single entry, bro, just one lineup one each week, one clean sweat. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, the big dog, the big dog over Jamar chase. Oh yeah. my God. The big yep. dog over Jamar yep. chase. He's playing no. into the character. He's playing Dude, into the character. This is an absurd no. bit. Do you know how, how is it absurd, Pete? How is it absurd? <laughs> Davis, what would you say? How many drafts? Because it will happen occasionally that Chase will fall to six, but I would say less than 10% of I, I would say I would say I've never seen it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think I've ever seen it. He fell to Let's, eight. Uh, he fell to eight. Like uh people I don't I mean there's Concerned. That guy, that guy was definitely drafting on autopilot, and he just assumed Chase would be gone, so he was just ready to snap <laughs> Calvin. God, you disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what would have happened to my brand if I? Derek Henry probably falls back to you in the second no, round in a good room. <laughs> the upside, the upside of winning with Derek Henry, is just tremendous, right? Like if I won a million dollars with Derrick Henry as my lead dog. It's, it's so along, along those lines, Dave, I did just happen to go back and look at the 2020 Titan season that led to your, uh, that led to your first, uh, best ball final and the degree to which the Titans ran hot that season. I had completely forgotten the field goal stat that they were the best third down team in the NFL. And that for six weeks in a row, they literally did not kick a field goal. Yeah, they also couldn't get off the field. Like they also couldn't get off the field, so the defense was not good, which made the offense have to be good and efficient to to win as many as they did. Yeah. Dave, can but, I uh, can I mansplain an advanced level best ball game theory concept that is in play for you at this spot? And I want to hear your thought on it. Yeah, is so it going to be the uh, the the tight end, the Mark Andrews? Um, no. Okay. No, it's saying you made a very conscious choice to fade Jamar Chase, who normally goes in that spot. So you're making a big bet against Jamar Chase. Do you want to compound that bet with a T. Higgins selection here in the second round? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good talk. Like maybe, maybe in the uh, the third round, but See, he's um, not making it to you in the third round. Get out of if, here. Oh man, I was hoping that CD would make it to me. Like a Henry CD Lamb team would just be Henry Henry CD Lamb team probably ships the whole thing, right, Dave? Right. In week 17, you guys know. Okay. Um <laughs> all right. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Mark Andrews. We love it. We're living a little. Uh, yeah. We're living a little. Um, here, here's the thing, you know, I, I kind of looked at Peter's, just like you looked at my team, Davis, you were, you know, studying some of the great teams of the past. <laughs> I looked at Peter and Bimefor's finalist team as well. Like we're all, we're all finalists here except for one. Um, but you know, they kind of went out of their way to have a different sort of lineup. So I'm thinking the same thing with like how many Henry Mark Andrews teams are there going to be where we go wide receiver a little bit later. 
Um, you know, zigging when they zag with upside players. We know say- Derrick Henry is the alpha. We know Mark Andrews is the alpha. Like we know that the offense is running on the receiving side through Mark Andrews and Derrick Henry on the running side. Well, let me pour some you. cold water uh, that Henry yes. and Andrews ADP were like directly correlated for the first two months of drafts in BBM three before Andrews slid. But this was back when you weren't drafting. So I wouldn't expect you to know that Andrews was going in the early second. Yeah. Peter, it doesn't matter because the combination, the combinatorics don't matter. At the all. bottom all line the- is I want, I want alphas on my team. I want <laughs> you guys. You just told me the bottom line was a unique combination. Now you know, there's alphas? lots of different bottom lines. You know I want what guys... is so funny about this bit is that there are people out there who just actually want people to be seriously doing fantasy analysis like Dave is doing right now. Like they really just want people to be like, just draft oh. alphas, just draft the best plays. Dave would have 100,000 subs on YouTube if he just would actually put his nose to the grindstone with this analysis. Yeah. Of playing the like, I just want alpha players. I want guys that I know that I can trust in and that I have high upside. You know, I don't, I don't want the um, the guys that just could get me value at where I'm at. I want like, I want like league winners. I want a whole team of league winners. Don't we all, Dave? Don't, don't we, we all? <laughs> all right, who's who's the who's the pick here? You know what? Can't wait for you to take. The most unleague winnery player. <laughs> You're paralyzed with self doubt right now, and it's I incredible. All right, you know what? I am going to go with it. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Amazing. This is so high team. <laughs> oh my god, Nick Chubb. Like we don't know what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt, right? I think the only thing we know is that he's right now looking unlikely to be in a Cleveland Browns uniform. So Dave, why is do you want Nick me to Chubb... impart? Do you want to me to impart to you a galaxy brain theory that yeah. you should draft Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb together because they actually no. are going to correlate on winning teams because if Kareem Hunt gets traded, that no. uncorrelates their ceilings. If I was correlating, I would draft Dearness Johnson and Kareem. Well, Dearness Johnson is going to be on the team, so that doesn't make sense, right? But I'm dra- again drafting for upside Davis, so I would be how, drafting how two drafting... of the backups. With their upside being that one, that, that your third round pick is dead. You, you draft Ernest Johnson, hoping your third round pick dies. Davis, you don't understand. I don't. <laughs> I don't expect you to understand. Like, I do think you're getting a lot of experience this year, right? With all your drafts, I guess it's going to help you out. But until you've been through the finalist fire, you don't know. <laughs> you do not know the type of pressure and the fortitude that it takes to do this. So I do like so my common theme to being in the finals in back to back years was zero RB squads. I do like the idea of your through line just being one specific <laughs> Derek Henry on all your finalist teams. That's the only through line. Alpha high touch guys with just unlimited upside. That's the whole unlimited upside. Well, I'll tell you what: the Browns and how they use Chubb uh, in the passing game or lack thereof. There is a limitation there on is, the upside. <laughs> Cannot wait till you see what I'm going to do uh, with this. Next bit. You're Tra- going to go bull. Are you going to go bully tight end? Is, is it, <laughs> it Traylon? Is it Traylon season already? Do I hear? Do I hear a drum beat? I can't wait until fucking Jacoby Myers is your wide receiver one on this team. He's going to draft Darren Waller ahead of ADP <laughs> after not practicing since July 30th. All right. Uh, I'm actually not. I'm going to draft again. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought Cam Akers, you know, I thought Cam Akers would be. A good no, picker. I like guys, um, you know, my receivers I like to be a part of high octane offenses. Um, um, do you want to howl at the moon for getting Marquise Brown, uh, what 1.5 picks after ADP value hound Dave you draft him by ADP yeah I mean we're again going on upside like shower near everything's there explosive offense with Marquise Brown leading the charge now we'll we'll see if either a tight end or Kyler makes it to me are you guys monitoring the chat do we have any guys in the chat that can see what I'm doing I feel like I'm well, giving away all I know the alpha. Paul, 
I was inverted. Paul is definitely watching. Uh, he just took Bateman. I don't. Big Marley might be watching. Jake Twitch is probably watching. Reveal yourself in the chat if you're watching right. and drafting. So they're getting all the alpha. So I can't really explain what I'm about to do. It's got to be all post pick style. There's a couple unwritten rules to kind of society, and that's mm-hmm. if you uh, ask a cop if he's a cop, they do have to say yes or no. And yeah. if you are drafting in a live stream draft, you do have to reveal yourself in the chat as well. Yep. See, there they are. Paul, Jake, they're here. All right. <clears throat> and for those that do not know, um, again, I'm using the Spike Week overlay, which just helps tremendously as far as just color coding basic things. It seems kind of juvenile um, to say this helps, but if you like later on the draft, when you see all your guys that are green and you can just filter by those guys, it helps. And then it also tells you week 16 and week 17 matchups as well. Some as of our, some players. of our brains are so big. We can just retain all of that information. I'm, I guess I'm just getting confused kitchen. Do you just draft alpha plays or do you need overlays for more information when you're yeah, drafting? Which, which is more important mm, alpha plays that correlate. <laughs> okay yeah Yeah. you know i'm actually gonna request a a feature for you guys that just highlights adp um (laughs) and like green and red like oh i got him ahead of adp look at me having a little flame emoji next to a adp follower would be nice all right kyler sniped that that does hurt that one hurts well who's (sighs) who's the alpha play here dave Talk it through. Let the people know what's going on. I kind of want to go with Dobbins. I think in the fifth round, he's going to be a good pick still. Anytime you can take a guy 10 spots of where he's been going for the last three months in a draft that's going to have 400,000 entries, I think you just got to press the button. Davis, again, you don't understand. And and what you don't understand is that Dobbins and Andrews are going to perfectly correlate in week 17 when Dobbins throws Mark Andrews a wildcat pass. was that a misclick, Kitchen? Yeah, you set was, up the no, Dobbins. I don't pick. think I. I don't think I clicked draft on him. I meant to. I meant to draft Dobbins. So we'll wow. see where he goes now. We'll see how far he falls. But that's the again. Sometimes you got to get lucky with this stuff, and maybe Acres is. Uh, is my it's luck, all. But. It's all luck based anyway. I'm starting to think you're a value hound here. You. The only reason you took Acres uh, is because no, you I don't like attention. Acres. I would much rather have Henderson. I don't like Acres. I don't like that pick. If I get lucky, so be it. But I do not like that pick. Flash forward to 25 minutes later when Kitchen talks himself into a handcuck situation with Henderson and Acres. No, it won't happen. Yeah, yeah. Not, not this it. time. I've you learned from my mistakes. <laughs> I did. I did go back and look at that uh, live a little team that we drafted in the in the puppy. Was it beautiful? Yeah. Um, it it has not been kind to the guys that I drafted. Like all the news and stuff. It's, oh, it's you. You just would like you would think that a team where every guy was drafted ten spots ahead of their ADP. You you would think the news should be good, right? The news because if you're drafting guys ahead of ADP you would be anticipating favorable outcomes for them in the Davis, future. if we had a drinking game where every time you said ADP, they had to take a shot, people would not be able to watch the rest of this show. That'd be a I get it. Them. You that like ADP, good, yeah. but not everything revolves around ADP. Except so, your last two picks. So would yeah, you we'll would you would you then prefer a game where the players were just like in a random order or an alphabetical order when you were in these drafts, would that like, would you think that would be a better game? No, I would rather like a game where ADP doesn't matter. And I'm just drafting on upside, just ceiling projections. So it's so like, daily fantasy sports. I just maybe? don't, I do not understand Davis. Like maybe you're a changed man, you know, maybe you getting engaged and becoming married, like maybe that's a part of this whole vanilla men cashmatic, um, you know, personality that you have. I guess we'll see when the season well, rolls around. I think you're much more likely to win $2 million. You're, if you're, you're asking me, you're asking really me, why teams. would you take a sub 10% player uh, in your tournaments? Why do you Kitchen, want to be there's, unique? There's a lot of conversation going in the chat, how you're thinking about the running back structure of this draft and how many running backs you're going to ultimately be looking to take. Can you speak on that? Yeah, I, I don't feel like I can give away the alpha right now because that just <laughs> gives my league mates, that just gives them a leg up. And I, we all want to know if this is a four running back build or a five running back build, or if you're truly going to live a little and do more than that. 
Oh he's no! Drafted, it'll he's, it'll be max. Drafted, it'll be max five. No, I guarantee he drafts six. No. Kitchen's kitchen structure is two six six two. Is his base structure? Mooney at this price, oh, the value man, baby. Now can't resist it. He loves ADP. <laughs> I wish there was a game. I wish there was a game where it was just based on ceiling and not on ADP. You know, you could have drafted Traylon Burke, so I think we all could argue has a higher ceiling than Mooney, is more of an alpha play than Mooney, plays for, for sure. the Tennessee Titans, and yet you're yeah. such a fucking slave to ADP no, I'm that not. you had to take Darnell Mooney. I'm yeah. not a, a slave to ADP. If anything, I... I'm a slave to like recent news and trends, right? Did you see that long bomb from Phil's? The Bears news has been all bad. Except for that. Except for that one thing that they're going to have to, they're going to have to throw the ball basically because no one else wants to play for them. You know what? You know what news has been like really bad though? Boots on the ground take from you, Pete. The pay, the Pats, like it's just been it's like reeves all over again it's like reeves is like the the beat writer Reeb, Reeb, uh, uh, debbie downer reeves <laughs> is the past beat reporter like these guys all look like shit <laughs> i subscribed to sharp football for reeves's uh rankings and there were six players on it you know what you know what did finally happen though what the flip the flippening ramondre's adp is now ahead of damian harris yeah, two two big flippings this week. Justin Jefferson over Cooper Cup as well. That one that one is very strange to me. I like I obviously I think buying four spending all day on Twitter arguing about it. Like I would not I would not do that. But I do actually totally agree with him. Like I don't I don't there's nothing that's happened that's changed my mind that I should take Jefferson over Cup. You you'd rather spend your morning arguing with Frisco Josh about Bitcoin for the millionth time? Uh, yeah. I thought was, I thought we had a I thought we had a nice more hacks that you got <laughs> up your sleeve, bud. I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to see what you do here because I think we all know what's coming down the pipe. I don't Dave. think you do know what's coming down the pike, Davis. You're I mean, you're a real fraud if you don't take your guy here. So, so put us back on the screen. We got to see Kitchen in a state of panic trying to make this selection. He's got such a, I, I know this, this spot of, uh, <laughs> you like that Henry, Tony Pollard correlation in week 17? week 17, you guys like Davis's draft the other day. I wish I could pull it up. I wish oh, I it, was, it was really bad. This one I did this... at all. He correlated. Who did he? Co- I got, oh, I know. I got his no only correlation, correlation was Zach Wilson and Berrios. Like that was his <laughs> only correlation there. So, uh, every quarterback, every quarterback I needed got, got snapped. It was well, really Davis, bad. maybe you should have drafted him around early and live a little pal. Like that's how you get your correlations. You're so, you're so tied to ADP where you cannot, you cannot even stack your teams. And it's sad. It's sad that you can't correlate or stack because one thing is tying you down and that's ADP. I think you just need to let go of that anchor, bud. The irony of you making an awful pick passing on Traylon Burks who was the right pick there for you kitchen and you love Traylon Burks I mean what what's wrong with you the ultimate alpha the hometown alpha have you have you seen what the him practicing with the twos and the threes it's all noise it's all fake news bet on alpha someone once told me that you just bet on alpha maybe there's another titans maybe there's another (laughs) titans wide receiver Kyle Phillips and alpha (laughs) I know where hey. you're going with this. Pete, when you put that out there, when you put up the, the tweet was, I can't believe David's not been on Kyle Phillips. Is he even a thought leader for the Titans anymore? And then I showed you the tweet. I know I, I know it gave you an opportunity to slam dunk on me, but the first <laughs> thought that you had was probably, wow. Like he was in front of this. Do you know what's so funny about that, Dave? Is there was a split second before I sent that tweet where in my head I was like, maybe Kitchen has already read. Has already but I was like, God knows I'm not going to his profile to look. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of three favorite tweets to sift through to find the Kyle Phillips tweet. So there's Burks. Here's here's the thing, right? Here's the thing with Burks. I got a ton of them. The yeah. bags. <laughs> The bags are backed. You gotta keep um, you gotta keep that exposure under 80%. 
So, uh, and man, I was See, listening. Is there, is there still time in the Best Ball Bros video to show this masterpiece that Kitchen is building? This, this Let's... Four, four, four running back, two wide receivers. Tomorrow, uh, the Best Ball Bros video comes out, and let's just say both of these men might be represented in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Oh, there goes Edwards. Hey, there's there. good value on uh, on Damian Harris here, Dave. Yeah, there is. What are Here's you? The... So you you looking at you looking at setting up the fields, Mooney, with the no week seventeen bring back is the is the vibe here. Here's the thing, right? Um, Damian Harris, have you seen the recent like targets? And yeah, they're all going. They're all, they're all going. They're all going to the Alpha Janu. Janu and Damian Harris. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, Sounds like boy. you've been grinding a lot of news, Dave. Of course I. Well, he's got. He has to. He has to figure out who he wants to keep in his ten-team home league. So he's going to draft the former generations, Kyle Phillips here. Oh man. Um, let's see. All right. I think Goddard go. is a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Jesus. David, do you want to crossbook at BBM three? Yeah. If you're <laughs> if yours, I mean, if yours is like the one that you you had, then for sure. Yeah. Kitchen, can I ask a question? When yeah. do you plan to draft good wide receivers? I'm just curious. <laughs> well, you, is... what you fail to understand, Pete, is that wide receivers are all the same. They they all get tar- I mean, they're all made up words. Targets again. You know, again, all the guys. Same. It's all about upside. And <laughs> and sometimes what's the upside case with Dallas Goddard kitchen? I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Is is he a, is he an alpha? Sure. He's a touched he's a guy that this offense could could take off. He's no longer competing for tight end targets <laughs> anymore. He's going to be um, so if you think that hurts and this offense takes the next step, like the bills and Josh Allen did last year, then would you want a piece of that in Dallas Goddard? Yeah. I'm trying to get a little piece of that. Plus if you saw in week 16, the Eagles play the Cowboys. So I'm structuring it. I know it's a little bit like chess to you guys as checkers, <laughs> but I'm structuring it to where there are multiple ways that I can make this final. It's not just putting all your eggs in the week 17 basket, you got to get to week 17. You do. And I'm not thinking you're going to get there with this team, but <laughs> you're wrong. Let me see. I, I mean, all the values up top with the running backs. I mean, Singletary would really round out this room. Yeah. Oh, Dave's just oh, skiing the into the avalanche stuff. here. Albert O, the advance rates on three tight end builds have been pretty good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, Dave. Finally made a good pick. Congrats, yeah. Dave. And now you said, oh, step- Dave, you guys disagree on Claypool. Pete, you like him. Davis, you don't like him. I I like him a lot as a fifth wide receiver on most of my teams. Okay. But you agree that he has upside, though. That's why you're drafting him as a fifth wide receiver. I, I have no I have no qualms with that pick. I think it was a good pick. Okay. A little and correlation. Who does, play, who, who does he play week 17? Wow, the Ravens. He's, he's he's done it again. He, you know who he also plays? J.K. Dobbins, but you fat fingered that one. I <laughs> know. What if, what if that's? What if I that's think I think what that if J.K. JK Dobbins Deshaun and Vaughn, have to be the most negatively correlated teammates in the league. Yeah, probably. I I engagement farmed this the other day, Pete, I, and I wanna I want your uh your, you to plant a seed from this engagement farming. What do you think are the two most commonly drafted players together? There were a lot of good answers. I have I I think it's got to be Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Like like what percentage of the time does the Justin Jefferson drafter draft Kirk Cousins? Like got to be the the highest. Yeah, but just pure math base, it has to be something closer later to. Late. I mean, I think like. Do you know? I feel anecdotally like fifty to sixty percent of the time the Diggs owner takes Josh Allen because their ADPs are directly See, that's, correlated. That's harder. That's harder. So that's true, but it's harder to get Josh Allen because the because the cost to acquire is greater. Whereas like Kirk Cousins, you can take any time in between round ten and to twelve, pretty much. 
I will say that that could be true. Whenever I have Jefferson, I'm never going out of my way to get Cousins. Like, I don't. Oh, I am. I am going out of my way to get Kirk Cousins because I can't think of two players whose outputs are more correlated. Do you know who, if they have a good offense, I'm going to be completely screwed on? All the the goods. The Colts? I I don't have, like, maybe a couple of Heinz shares, and that's it. Well, some of us have spent all summer going all in on Christian McCaffrey for Max Payne. Like that, I mean, pretty clear how I lose at best ball this season, which is Jonathan Taylor repeats last year and Christian McCaffrey limps off in week three again. Like that'll be pretty bad for me. Yeah. No, I'm joining you on the C-Mac train. Like we're, we're both like, we've already talked about. He's got upside. Yeah. And so does does Derek Henry. Do you know that on TikTok, everyone is pro Derek Henry over CMC? really that's the take i've missed i already said yesterday i missed my i found out in pickleball there's something called the kitchen which like is a key area in the pickleball court so i feel like i missed the brand um train on on that are you getting into how can can, can value hound dave pass up on devin singletary here davis it's about how you structure your team um so I'm looking for high upside guys as, as his, I can, as it, as his mouse hovers over Russell Gage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Gage is uh, there. All right. So I go with holiday, you know, people forget holiday. He was good. And he was a um, dominant force. And what if last year was just a year that's where we can just forget and move on. And what if this this Giants offense actually has some legs this year. Makes you think. You're gonna set up the Wandale backdoor double. It's not. It's it's Wandale. It could, there's no way that Connor's pronunciation is correct. It's it's a funnier pronunciation though. I'm not saying that as if that's his actual name. It's just uh, it's Rondale and Wandale. I like it. All right. So it's a good what, bit. What's your plan at quarterback, Kitchen? What's your plan at wide receiver? What's your plan at quarterback? Um, so I'm going to go, I feel like I've got running back and tight end covered right now. That's why I didn't ask about those. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) with quarterback and wide receiver, it's, it's the rule of large numbers. So in math, there is the rule of large numbers. It says like the more you have, the more of a chance (laughs) you have. There's also something that we like to call in the industry spike week. Right. And that's when you have these players. So. You know, people don't like to hear about this name, but Racy McMath has some legs what? as a spike week player what? in what the 18th round. Dave, I, I need to make a criticism of this. The first time we did this bit, it was really funny, but you have not advanced on the bit. The bit has not evolved. Like, the what, is the bit? Evolve what is the bit? What is the bit to you, Davis? That you're just drafting players at complete random, essentially. No, Racy McMath, did you see Davis? You're missing. You're drafting all these these drafts and getting ready for the wedding. So you're missing some of this training camp news. Tannehill said that McMath, McMath is a guy that he has not had in years past as a guy that completely blows the top off the defense. I, I just, just want confused. you to think. I want you to think of what a play action could be with King Henry and Racy McMath. Tell me how we went from you justifying a three quarterback, three tight end build because the law of large numbers to Racy McMath spike notes within the same sentence. He's saying he's saying that Racy McMath is a good fifth wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying there are four (laughs) running backs, maybe a fifth. Oh gosh, Dave, you're on on the clock. clock. You got to take Daniel Jones for that week 17. Look at all this tight end value here. I know, right? I really, I really want to take Gainwell for being honest. Like, I really do. Uh, yeah, Nick Sirianni wore the Gainwell shirt. <laughs> Gainwell over fields in this spot is so fucking egregious. Oh, Dave, this is like, this is so bad. Are you doing this? Like, do you you tell me you know this team is bad? <laughs> what okay. does Gainwell do for this team? What does Gainwell do for this? We've team? already talked about Scott. If direct- Gainwell, if Gainwell is making your lineup, like you are so dead. <laughs> Why? Why is that? Because that means that Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb are making your lineup. 
<laughs> Matt says this might get thrown out. <laughs> oh, you ever Dang, eat- I want to know: Are you are you actually paying attention to the news? <laughs> <laughs> that Nick like, Sirianni wore a Kenneth Gainwell t-shirt. You know, that that Gainwell is like it could be the guy in Philly this year. Even if he is the guy, he's still not good for this team. He could score two hundred points and make your lineup like twice. <laughs> he's heading into the twelfth round without a QB and took Gainwell. <sighs> you guys don't get it, and it's okay. I I understand because like. You you are looking at it with one fixed lens, right? And your lens is 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 this draft not like <laughs> other drafts? And here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. A live a little. B <laughs> B I think you guys need to practice a little bit more tolerance. Practice um, tolerance. Yeah, Amazing. because like if any draft is not like your specific draft or how you want to format it then um then you criticize it and you make fun pete and i pete and i don't even draft the same pete pete and i draft very differently pete does not take some of these dusty second and third round running backs that i do like i've got a good position on joe mixon and james connor and i guarantee pete has like none of those guys very very little i will say kitchen though this is like a one step forward for spike week promotion and then two steps back if this is how you showcase how to use this tool well no you can see how i'm using the tool that's the great thing about spike week is it's um construction agnostic right like you can (laughs) yeah let's ask eric construction agnostic agnostic. (laughs) yeah like it doesn't matter how you're how you are formatting your team because it does, it because matter. however you're formatting your team, you can use this matter. tool. Like if you want a two wide receiver to start with two wide receivers in the first 10 rounds, you can do it. And it's still going to show you who you have. The spike week tool it does not have like a preference with this. What if, what if I'm for built it in that if you have two wide receivers entering into the 10th round, it just out. like the, the, the tool, just the tool, just auto it, it, the script stops running and it stops displaying the information for you. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> value hound value. has just all fallen into his lap. Jeez. Louise fields in the 12th <laughs> round. The upside of Fields. Fields could be like a top three quarterback this year if they just yeah. if they just let him if they let him cook. Dude, this is the most kitchen thing ever. Gainwell, like nine picks past ADP in Fields, twelve picks past ADP. You guys, like, you just get past the ADP lens and focus on upside. Gainwell, tremendous upside. Fields, tremendous upside. There's also some correlation there. I didn't make the finals just ba- drafting on ADP. I want alphas. <laughs> Kenny Gainwell is the antithesis of an alpha. The, the Eagles' a, backfield famous full of alphas. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your? I, got, who's your I can go down this receiver? list you and tell one? you like who Davis would be drafting. Who would I be drafting? Okay. Please, let's go down He's the list. Scrolling. Marvin <laughs> Jones. Um, <laughs> give me Brian Edwards. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, Paris Campbell, all these like, definitely vanilla. not Paris Campbell. Like the idea of Paris Campbell being a player who's not an 18th round pick is one of the most laughable things that the market okay, has done. This but who season. are you? Who this is a legit question? Um, who are you guys taking late round for the Colts? Doolin, he's been smashing camp, and Frank Reich said on oh, so you are you are Friday, grinding some of the news. He said he said I can guarantee Doolin will have a role on the offense. <laughs> I was taking Romeo Dubes in the 18th round, but now it's all, it's all, that's not happening anymore. Dang, I don't trust Fitz Kane or Holman. Who? So have... What? What did you just say? I don't trust Fitz Kane or. Uh, Who is that? Who is Fitz Kane? Oh, these, 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 these guys. I'm, I'm I so, thought you were guys. referencing NFL players. I thought you that was like so a blinded by one specific there. strategy. I'm actually taking a look at who they have on their roster as far as who could get back to me. It's, it's Dave, you set up your Danny, your Danny Jones pick here. It's perfect. Yeah, I know, but I don't trust them. Cause like, who are they going to pick Mac Jones? What do you mean? You don't trust them. 
this was the pick that needed to happen. I know that's I'm taking it now. Like I would usually (laughs) wait a little bit, but taking it now. Why would you wait when all that matters is upside? Why does waiting matter? You know, it's a good point, Davis. Um, JD McKissick would have been nice. And then you could have seen if Daniel Jones fell. Okay. Here's, here's what would have been nice. This is a little bit revisionist drafting. People are seeing how the sausage is made and how a finalist brain works. Um, Taking any player on the board other than Kenny Gainwell. I I wish I would have waited a little bit because I am high on Khalil Herbert and he would have fit well with this team. He he correlates with Justin Fields. Why can't you take him? Fields. And Mooney, because I already have five running backs. I'm I'm thinking that's not a viable strategy. Why is it? The roster construction doesn't matter. It's all about upside. (laughs) No, the roster construction does matter, Davis. God, why? Why would it matter? Bless your heart. Um, so you still want to have like a decent roster construction, but it's all about what that position with the construction gives you, right? So like, if you go heavy on running backs to start then you don't want to continue going heavy on running backs. You want to maximize your chances with Amazing. wide receivers. So, so with that being said, explain the, the Kenny Gainwell pick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what, Pete, listen. Dave considers you're hearing me. You're, Dave considers the 12th round early. You're hearing me? I just said it was – if I could go back and redo that, I would not okay. draft Gainwell. I would draft a wide okay. receiver in that position. Okay. All right. I'm just – I missed you waving the white flag on the Gainwell pick. Yeah. So we have I Pete, I have this I had this very embarrassing like uh like fantasy football epiphany, but like the it really is as simple <laughs> as to why wide receivers are better on underdog even though it's 0.5 PPR and it's truly as simple as event based. Three, 3 is more than 2. It's the same it's yeah. the same thing. It's it's NBA logic. It's like Three is just a bigger number than two, and it's really that simple. And it's more likely that a wide receiver is going to be at late is going to be able to access a big uh, a big ceiling there on a single yeah. game basis. Yeah, I will say that drafting on underdog this like I've been drafting most of mine probably eighty percent of my drafts up till now have been on DK, and part of it is because. Those two extra picks, it just, you know, you wouldn't think that going from 18 to 20 does anything, but it does. It feels like you can get however, yeah, are, whoever you want. Those are Ricky McMath picks. You can just get them every time. Right. And like when you're, when you're constricted to only 18 and like you, like I feel, I feel like I don't have a life jacket on when I only draft two quarterbacks on underdog, right? Like, or I only draft two tight ends in our lineup. Cause it's like, I, I don't have any support system. If those, if something happens, to those guys, whereas DK, it's easy to do three QBs and three tight ends and just maximize your other guys. What's your, uh, what's your feeling on Bime Four's uh, recent tight end strategy for late round tight ends, Davis, just taking guys who don't get drafted in a big portion of drafts. Have you read it? No. Well, if it was awesome. Oh, you would have read it. Right. <laughs> Probably, probably not. To be honest, I try not to read very much. I try not to engage with other people's content that much when I'm still drafting a lot because I don't want to be drafting other people. You were copy pasting Awesome strategies two weeks ago, Davis, and now Kitchen. Just tell us what the article said. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just it seemed like it was. (laughs) Okay, that was a good bit. (laughs) That was a good bit. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. So I didn't, but it seemed like because he was Talton Bellinger. and I, uh, I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree with his logic. Like I've been, uh, I've been taking a lot of Janu recently as my third. I have end. too. Janu makes I, complete sense for him to be like going undrafted. Oh boy. I'm on the clock here. You know yeah, what? Crowder, you know what? Crowder would be the, uh, like total alpha play. No, that's yeah, the Davis. Crowder. That's the Davis min cash play. I got, I got no, I got no Crowder. I'm a McKenzie guy. Boy. Will Fuller's an alpha. <laughs> doing it crane crane told me that will uh, will fuller like 60 spots at 80 p is beautiful uh, did you crane did you told see... me that fuller is his number one drafted wide receiver on underdog here's that is here's that is thing. too aggressive for me did you see one of the teams linked to fuller the cowboys and one that didn't really make sense unless like if he wants to win but the bears was also a team well his agent what's happening right now is will fuller doesn't really want to play football his agent <laughs> is contacting these teams to try and get them to give a dollar amount that would make will fuller want to play football i think that's my that's my 
conspiracy theory on Will Fuller. But I, I wonder how many of these underdog teams have Fields and Fuller. I mean, these are the type of combos you have to kind of dig into. You have to play like kind of the what if scenario. Yeah. <laughs> what if scenario being, I draft whoever the hell I want, and then what if I and then and then what if I and then what if I win? What, what if, if I win? It's a live a little scenario where you just have to kind of use your imagination every line. I just don't understand, especially Min Cashmatic, how you can be on. <laughs> When we're talking about DFS, how every lineup has to tell a story, you want to be unique, you want to go against the field, and you're so tied to ADP. Well, it's a very different game. Best ball and DFS don't how? have a ton of How is it a different game when you have half a million entries into it? Because being price sensitive is much more important in a market-based game where the market evolves over time. There's no market evolution in DFS. The, the prices are set and constant. No, the prices change every week. Okay. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I mean, they, they change every week. I don't know what you're playing. For, for one slate, for one scoring period, the prices change every week. This is too easy. I can't this is believe too you easy. got one dollar to fall to you there. This I know. Is too easy. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, am I right, Dave? It really is. It really is. You know, this is kind of like the movie that people see or the show and they're like, they don't get it at first, but then towards the <laughs> end, it all starts. It's like the wire season five, everything kind of starts uh, blending in where these individual masterpieces make one collective masterpiece. And that is this lineup right here. So what do you think in structurally your end game here is kitchen with three more picks left? What do you think this team needs? I told you, I told you we're going wide receiver. You see this three tab? Straight? Probably. Right. Okay. Let's see what quarterback. It seems are. prudent. I just really can't get over Dave saying that the prices in DFS change every week, so it's the same thing. That was really good. Dave, no, just, I'm saying just, that just the strategy slate, of being unique to win a large field contest for DFS has a it's similar just, it's, method it's of a, winning that. It's a than, very different branch of game theory. They, no, Dave, they have you and I both have won the Millie maker, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Thank you. And we won that where we, it was like a 200 place tie, right? No, it, was like buddy, a, it was like 480 places. couple G's. I would have won too, I but like, I didn't realize the salaries changed every week. I was using <laughs> I the salaries like, from before. Was using I the feel old like salaries. that is Davis's ultimate goal is to tie with 200 <laughs> other teams that have his optimal lineup in here. My like you don't want to be. Is to just lead me to what is going to give me the most amount of money. Kitchen, your logic with best ball and ADP applied to DFS would be you routinely not using $10,000 of the salary cap. It would be, it would be it leaving matter. salary cap, yeah. Exactly, and people do that People do that for showdown-based contests. They do, yeah. They do. That's a good point. I, I think that you do actually make a good point that best ball probably has more in common with no, showdown contests than main slate. No, well, I would say the battle royales, the, the daily – underdog ones are more analogous to showdown because they're less rounds, six rounds. Sure, and sure, so sure. much of the player pool is duplicated. Is so going yeah. off of that makes way more sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, Pacheco just went at the end of the 15th round. Yeah, he's people going... have, people have gotten to like, he's going to like, people are going to be mad when he's on the practice squad week one. But there's just so much smoke around him. Like how Ian, Ian Hart's just had maybe, my favorite tweet of all time. If you have not, if you've not seen it, was go it look the it one up. right? But, Max it gives all his traits. No, no, that was really good too. But he showed uh, three videos from Chiefs training camp. One was Isaiah Pacheco with a good pass block. One was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with a good pass block, and one was Rojo with a good pass block. The Rojo one had a thousand views. The Clyde Edwards-Hilaire one had ten thousand views, and the Pacheco one had a hundred and seventeen thousand views. <laughs> <laughs> Like people are just, it's, it's peak. People are seeing what they want to see season. I do think going back, you know, we did that hypothetical a lot. Like if you could know one situation oh, or whatever, sure. I mean the chiefs in just in general, both the running back and wide receiver. And wide I receivers. Mean, there's that's why, that's why I think the answer is, is like Juju, right? Because, because if, if Juju smashing, I mean, one, you can probably just have confidence that the, the offense is pretty good, but you can like literally take him every draft. Oh, yeah. gosh. I just drafted Bell, but I saw his status for 
kickoff is is that for this week or is that like week one i What's just this? wasn't even uh, aware people were still drafting david bell you missed the highlight last from yesterday gosh you, you want jacoby Brissett's third wide receiver davis again there's all these what if scenarios like what if it's not jacoby Brissett? like what if they trade for jimmy garoppolo or what if uh i have been drafting jimmy i have been drafting naked jimmy g on some teams just in case in the 18th round just in case what what would the upside be with jimmy like is he gonna be a top 10 fantasy points per game quarterback anyway he just gives you like like a little bit of cushion a little bit of insurance Kitchen, it did seem like you were heavily on the wide receiver train, and I can't help but notice the introduction of the QB tab to this end game here. You're starting to get a little spooked on a Daniel Jones. I just was seeing what was out there. I was seeing, you know, sometimes it's not just about the draft that you're in. It's about the drafts that you're going. So, like, I'm doing research right now (laughs) for my future drafts. I want to see kind of where where the market is. So then why Um, would you have running back at tight end for future research, too? So many logic pretzels I'm having to undo today. Oh, yeah. You try to talk about logic pretzel. You guys drafting CMC and then just completely laughing at Derrick Henry in the middle of the first round whenever he just dominated last year. That's a logic pretzel. <laughs> and Ian Harditz is on my you, side. You got me. You got me. You and, you and Ian hoisted us by our own petard. <sighs> Do you see the picture of him signing autographs? It's incredible. Yeah, incredible. Case Keenum? Totally. Yeah. Not Case Keenum. No. I feel, like, I feel like we're in McMath. Do I need to go Pringle here? Uh, Lifeline. Do I need to go Pringle here? Any hurt? No, I would I would take... Uh, I would take Samuel? Pringle. Samuel. Would you go Samuel or Pringle? Why aren't you going to round out... You get a double stack here, Kitchen. You love correlating. Yeah, but Velas was probably available. That's what I said. I literally said Pringles hurt. How about Velas? I didn't hear that. I was just. You have to tell me that earlier. There has to be a sense of urgency when I'm up against the clock. All right. Racy McMath to close this out. Mm, or or Nick Westbrook Kikine. He has or Kyle Phillips. Phillips. Let's see if he's already been taken. Dave, can we get an exposure check after yeah. this draft? <laughs> You see right now, I don't have any Kyle Phillips on underdog. So maybe I need to change that. <laughs> After this draft, let's, we're going to your exposure stuff. Can we just do another one? This was, this was, I, no, I, I kind I of enjoy having hard out. Hard out. <laughs> I like Davis. Um, I think there's a word for you not enjoying the act, but you enjoy watching someone else do the act. Oh yeah, this is like this a is lawyer? like watching this is like watching um you know like like a like disaster like like disaster videos like watching like buildings get blown up and stuff like it's it's sort of tickling that same spot in my brain. I kind of like watching someone things. slip and fall at the grocery store on like a wet spot. Mm, I I do Justin Ross upside? No. No, Davis, don't. Travis Fulgham? Me me, me drafting like a Justin Ross or a Mechie in the 18th would be the, uh, would be what you guys would want, but I'm trying to win, you know? And that's why he took Kenneth Gainwell, the ceiling, the ceiling guy, round 12. That Travis Fulgham. Oh, Fitz Kane took Kyle Phillips. He took Kyle (laughs) Phillips. This is why you said you you can't trust Fitz Kane. Yeah. I told you you can't trust him. Unbelievable. He knows that Phillips has been running with the ones. Oh, gosh. He's been playing over Burks. It would not surprise me if he starts the season playing over over Burks. That would surprise me. It would, I, would all, I would be surprised by that. I would go well, as far as They're, they're going to be shot. playing different different positions. Silva, yep. called, Silva called Burks a manufactured touch guy today, and it just hurt. It really make hurt. It- doesn't make a ton of sense given his frame. I mean, I can see that being the way they get him the ball, but like generally speaking, you think of manufactured touch guys being like Wandale Robinson size. Well, and can't we not use that both ways? Like we all get excited when it's like the guy's going to be the big slot because we're going to put him in the slot and manufacture right. touch. Don't we want them manufacturing touches for our, yeah. our players? 
Kitchen, you've been hearing the drumbeat on Michael Thomas. You buying? Oh, I've got. I've already got a bunch of Michael Thomas. I've already had have a bunch we, of Michael Thomas. And have Kamara. we gotten the official soccer day position on Taysom Hill on underdog? I like it, but I've already drafted two. I've, I, I need. Another I don't mean one. for this draft. I just mean like in general. Like okay, if you had, give me a. Do you like Proche? Wallace, I, I do. Right now, I do. Or I Duvernay. do like I like. Well, Proche. oh, Duvernay, If Duvernay's there, take him. But he's gone. I'm yeah, Proche over Duvernay at this point. I think. No way. Because I talked about this with Corain. Because the only Steady way Proche, the only way Proche plays is if he wins the slot job outright. But Duvernay can do boundary or slot. He's played both. Well, Kitchen okay. actually already drafted the Ravens' future outside wide receiver in Will Fuller. Who he's actually going to play for both the Bears and the Ravens. <laughs> and he's going to get traded. Yeah, yeah. So let's just recap this team. <clears throat> Please do. I've got two quarterbacks. This is, this is just again in the um, in the finalist mind. What's previous finalist mind? What what I'm thinking? <laughs> Fields and Jones both have the ability to rush and throw last year off years this year they have room to grow right like they we know they could be explosive it's a boomer bust type of thing and that's what i'm going for i'm not going for min cashing right here like i'm not going for the kirk cousins i agree that this team will not min cash yes thank you so um fields and jones and then the alpha running backs henry chubb acres and then two backups that if they get that feature role could just completely dominate. So no qualms with running back. Running back, they're Except the, the qualm they're, of the pick you said you wish you could undo. That qualm. Yeah, beside that, the foundation <laughs> for this team. Andrews and Goddard, again, two just solid guys that are just going to give me points. Andrews could easily be tight end one this year. And then the wide receivers... <laughs> There's a lot of them, so just there's like, a lot of them. And they're we all hope and pray. <laughs> we gotta hope and pray. A best ball thought leader monologue to see Dave's done 15 drafts. <laughs> He's done 15 drafts today. <laughs> this is this is just on underdog again. I've done a lot more. Can, on... get, can we get on Spike Week and check your DK exposures? Uh, yeah, let's do that. We love to see it. I mean, there's nothing I love more than getting direct access to a thought leader. 60% Kyle Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. So are you are you jamming Cowboys players too then? Um I mean, you'll just have to see. All tournaments. I mean, we do teams. we do love the week 17 correlation in this in this show. Yeah. All tournaments. It's going to be weird. 27 drafts. It's really going to be weird to 27 drafts. It's really going to be weird to transition to DFS app for you after being such a thought leader. Okay, Davis, you laughing at 27 drafts when you know I've already had 15 in underdog. It's 42. It's 42 drafts. And you're you're laughing at that? That's, that's you know your, what I shouldn't. That's that's for you. That's, that's working very hard. Well, that's your privilege showing, honestly. Like, My that privilege? Is, yeah, like not not everyone it, can max enter. Am, am, am I privileged to not have a child? Is that my privilege? It's, the, it's your future child's. Yeah. All right. So, um, how am I going to afford one of those little things without Best Ball Mania three? All right. So you see, oh, my... I love the Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Woods. Fifty nine percent of his team have multiple ti- sixteen Titan stacks. So you see the roster builds uh, right now. It literally is every former Titans player. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing with with Woods. I feel like Woods is getting slept on. People just think he's a a min cashmatic type vanilla. They think he's like a 30-year-old guy coming off of a tear in ACL. Wait, wait. Can we go over to the roster build? Kitchen has 12% four, six, seven, three builds. He's been taking some Jimmy G. In. Can I tell you about those? Those builds are the auto trap. There's not a max. There's not a max thing. So there's been two nights where I have fallen asleep. <laughs> drafting. 
<laughs> and then I wake up to four quarterbacks. But you never know, really. You never you know. You never know. You never know. Pete, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I've seen you like being real anti four QBs, but I've I heard that four QBs and four tight ends they could be the key to unlock it this year. Like, well, I was I was out on it until I heard something about the law of large numbers, and now I'm yeah. really coming and around. Now I'm it. The law of large numbers means that you have a good team. All right. Um, so there you go. Shout out to Spike Week again. It doesn't matter how Spike Week is not. It's not like favoring one strategy over the next. It's just telling you what you have. It's yeah. telling you, law it's telling of large you what numbers. You got. Live a little. So this, you see, Dave, I, I gotta, I gotta give you credit. Just a god level performance from you today. You really brought it. You did not disappoint the people. Spike Spike Week isn't giving you or you know giving you health tips. They're just giving you a DEXA scan and telling you all the shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's ex- it's exactly what they're, it is. They're they're the full body scan. And you it's gotta like, pay a doc. You gotta pay a doctor more to fix what it tells. It's telling you. you all the meme coins you have in your account. Like not saying that every one of them is like real valuable, but it's at least showing you. Okay, that's why today I was I was able to pass on Traylon Burks right because. My bags are already packed with them. Um, <laughs> if it was, if I was you, Pete, I would just like be hyping them up big time now, so this ADP continues to to rise. Yeah. Except so. that when you hype a player up, that means you don't get to draft them as much anymore. Like We've round six, been through. But that's what that's what Pete logic. does. That's what Pete did with Brees Hall. He said he was done drafting Brees Hall, and so that's why he was happy. He was happy with his exposure to Brees Hall. Yeah, I'm on to you, pal. Dave. If one of Peter I wins Best Ball Mania three, how how are you going to react to that? I already said, Davis. I'm with the the twelve percent of the people that want you to win. Of of the, I'm I, the I, majority, I, Dave winning is by far is, the funniest by thing far by far a mile. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I win, Davis, I promise you this. I promise you this. If I win the million the dollars, I will. You'll, you'll send me a moon cat. Not just a moon cat. I will send you a 2017 one that was minted in 2017. Uh, so that was like a one. Is like, that on? Is that on ETH proof of work or ETH proof of stake? Yeah, both. Uh, 2500. <laughs> it's like top 2500. Someone, someone hasn't been. Someone hasn't been grinding the Ethereum mainnet news. <laughs> Guilty. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you, it's all terrible. The ETH, the ETH stuff, it's all messed. It's going up to Land like 1800, plane. right? Just gotta Land live a little. Just gotta live a little. All right, um, Pete. Final thoughts. Always a pleasure, Dave. Watching a maestro in his prime yeah. do what he was put on this earth to do, and uh, <laughs> a real treat today. Yeah, Davis? I was like watching a, a virtuoso pianist just kind of practice their craft. Yeah, amazing. I would say that there have been multiple times in history where. People don't really get it at the time of like the. There are definitely people who don't get the show out there. After they die is when they get famous. After they win is when people see the brilliance of the the performance. Uh, So I would say that's that's probably in line with this. But appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, and joining in the fun. Leave us a comment on you know what you would have done differently, if anything, and uh, (laughs) and. Give us us a like, just follow, and we'll see you next week. Davis won't be here, so we'll have to come up with a um, a fill-in. Maybe maybe Tuttle. Maybe Tuttle. Mr. Tuttle. He Tuttle is grinding all the preseason projections, like really for NFL. So he he knows about NFL. We just got to get him. We got. Well, except the problem is he only knows about Racy McMath. He doesn't know about Traylon Burks because Traylon Burks doesn't get a projection. He knows about them all, fellow. He's he's got it covered. But that will do it. Thanks for joining us here on the Swolecast. We'll see you next week on the Swolecast from Rudergrounds.com. Peace.